Legacy Alive are a heavy metal band that bring melodic riffs and shreds back to commercial pop music. Their album Morning After, available on Spotify, was released in 2017 and their latest track Let It Go dropped in April. Jacob and Owen join us now. Who are your main influences when it comes to music? Well, I think for me, joining the band uh, a year ago from now and being quite young, um, stepping away from the 80s influence, I was brought up in the 90s. Um, for me, Justin Chancellor from uh, Tool, Chris Walkson Home from Muse, mm. Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers, all those sort of bass players mm. um, were my influences and bringing it into Legacy um, has sort of given us a different tone for uh, the new upcoming music that we're about to release and I think yeah. my influences there um, being in that sort of, uh, I guess, age rather mm. than a little bit earlier and yeah, it's bringing a really good vibe to what we're about to release and I'm really looking forward to it. So, tell us about your writing style. Uh, writing style, um, that's, that's an interesting question. So, <laughs> um, the way that we approach things really is I try to picture the, the most positive scenario that you want to live in and mm. I try to embody that in music. And I really find that um, when more contemporary music's written now it seems to be a lot more sorrowful but i feel that you should be able to have a good time so mm. i really try to uh focus on uplifting melodies anything that can sound like it's ascending i like to use things that ascend and so when i'm using play when i'm using instrumental writing i usually do that with curtis who's been my long stay uh partner in this band and we like to do anything that will match in harmony. So one of the most beautiful things about vocals is having harmonies. We just do that in guitars. So we try to make some really cool riffs that we can put in harmony and then build songs around them. And then generally for vocals uh, and any of the words that we write, we really try to just embody that positive feeling. And even if you've been you know, stomped down, that kind of uh, feeling about getting back up and pushing forward. So yeah. And uh, where do you record all of your music? We have our own studio, and so that's that's run out of uh, MySpace at home. So uh, we we do use Vision Studios to track uh, drums and big room instruments that we want to do. So we generally go in there and just dry hire for the day, but all the rest of it is done out of our own personal studio. Wow. Okay. Um, so why the name Legacy Alive? Uh, so in 2006 we formed and we formed under a different name back in those days uh, we were called Legacy of Supremacy which was a super cool name in 2006 but you can't say mm -hmm. supremacy these days because that's uh, has a lot more negative connotations yeah. um, and when we were uh, looking at doing a live performance that we were going to live stream uh, we actually wanted to capture it and make it like a live album um, mm -hmm. and one of my other big influences was Kiss and Kiss had a fabled album called Kiss Alive, and it was oh. really, really well you know, respected at the time, so we just called it Legacy Alive. Um, and when we decided to dump the name uh, Legacy of Supremacy, we spent a good nine months trying to think about what we were going to call ourselves. <laughs> yeah. mm. But people who saw that show thought we were actually called that, and it was so strange because every time we told somebody who we were, and they'd get it backwards, Supremacy of Legacy or something like that. Nobody oh. would remember the name, but by accident, everyone seemed to remember Legacy Alive. So, But it still embodied the same thing. It's the awesome stuff from the old days and keeping it alive. So. Mm. And uh, if you could collaborate with someone, who would you like to collaborate with the most? You want to start? <laughs> well, for me, oh. <laughs> 
that's a good question. Um, <laughs> I think for me, if I was talking famous wise, I would have to say someone like Nicky Six or along those lines back in the eighties. Um, yeah. You know, moving into this band, he was a massive influence for me as well, as Jacob well knows. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I honestly think he would bring something pretty cool to our music if we somehow managed to collaborate with him or even Motley Crue and so forth like that. Um, yeah, that would be definitely who I would love to collaborate with. Um, I'd be the same. <laughs> Any of the LA <laughs> bands would be really cool. I know they're all pretty long in the tooth these days, but they keep on playing. But there's a great band. There's a great movement of that LA rock style music that's in Europe at the moment. And there's bands like Crazy Licks and uh, Eclipse, uh, Crash Diet. There's so many cool bands that are there. I'd love to be able to collaborate with all of them. Mm. They're all current, but they're all in that same kind of vein. And this really cool band out there, tribute band called the Iron Maidens. Um, they're going to be coming here pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Courtney Cox, brilliant guitar player. So um, we'd love to be able to collaborate with them. Mm. Um, and and speaking of collaborating and performing, where would you, if you were to pick anywhere, where would you most like to perform? Whether it be in Perth or internationally? RIC Arena. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Strong. internationally, it would be brilliant to play at the Whiskey. Uh, the Whiskey A Go Go is w- one of those, um, you know, hallowed ground kind of places for the LA rock bands and just brilliant rock bands. I'd love to be able to go there and do a show, even if it's just on a weeknight or something. Oh, yeah. so is that in the US? So you, it is. Los Angeles? Yeah, yeah, on the Sunset Strip, there's yep. the Whiskey A Go Go, and that would mm. be a. I've been there once and would love to play there. Mm. Yeah, and I think adding to that, for me, I've always, ever since I was a kid, wanted to play at Glastonbury Festival in oh, uh, the UK. Yep. Um, <laughs> all the bands I've grown up with, um, mm. watched, um, yeah, I've always gone onto YouTube and it's always been, you know, that band, Glastonbury Live, and you'll just binge watch that for however, however long they're playing, two hours or whatever. Mm. Um, and yeah, just the crowd and stuff that you get there is just unbeatable, in my opinion. Mm. Mm. And uh, where can people find you to find your music and um, anything that you guys are up to? All around you. Um, <laughs> we, we are on all of the social platforms uh, except for Twitter. Uh, actually, no, I don't even know. It, we might have Twitter. I think Frank might be looking after Twitter. Um, Facebook is the mainstay. That's where everything goes first. We've also got Instagram. Um, all of the music can be found on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Amazon, um, and you can also find us on Triple J Unearthed. Um, hmm. Triple J don't tend to like us too much. I think we're a little bit too intense. But uh, let them know that we're cool. <laughs> let them know. Come on. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. So, uh, yeah, that, that's where you can find us. Tell us, have you got any funny stories about being on the road or being in the studio you'd like to inform us about? <laughs> Do you want me to go first on that one? Yeah, you go first on that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we've done two tours. Uh, we did a tour for a festival called Scorcher in 2013 and 14. we went. In 2013, we did uh, Sydney, and that was with our previous lineup. And it was one of those, we were all poor and trying to find a way to get all of our gear from this side of the country to the next and then play. And it was a case of just like, you know, bringing friends over to mule gear as their carry on and glad wrapping stuff together to make it seem like one item Hmm. and eventually getting over there. And I think the best story was on the way to the airport, we had actually gone in two different lots because the drummer and bass player got a cheaper flight, you know, 24 hours before. 
and I'm in the car on, on the way to the airport and I get a phone call from uh, my bass player asking me if I'd seen the drummer and I said, no, he's actually over there in Sydney with you, mate. And he's like, ah, oh, well, I've lost him. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> had no idea where he was and uh, by the time we arrived we arrived at six seven in the morning and we walked into the hotel room just as the drummer walked into the hotel room at the same time when we've asked him where he was he said he got lost and he had his phone out and he was following the blue dot home and it took him about an hour to realize that he was the blue dot <laughs> <laughs> that one was that's that's great but that was a uh, yeah quite a quite a cool tour we met some great bands and had a great time but um, a lot of sore heads afterwards for <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah and I think for me being pretty new to this band you know I've been in here for about a year and a half now yeah. um, I think my funniest memory was actually at the start uh, it was my second gig at Perth Rocks Festival um, and we are having a little bit of a discussion before we went up on stage or something we can do just to, you know, excite the crowd and so yeah, forth. absolutely. <laughs> he knows where this is going. Um, and, yeah, it's. I, I remember for my first performance that we had probably a month before, I was kind of shy. I went from a high school band straight into the Perth music scene at the age of 18. So, as you could imagine, um, having, you know, a couple of hundred at a gig rather than, a, you know, a few parents or whatever is <laughs> very different. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. And yeah, so I think I was a lot more comfortable going up on stage there and I um, caught my eye um, on one of the fans that came and followed us to the actual gig. And all of a sudden, and I think it was the uh, last or second last song, um, Curtis and uh, Jacob here looked across and they just see me riding someone's shoulders in the middle of a crowd. Um, I almost hit my head in one of the speakers. and. Yeah, <laughs> I think that was... Uh, with, with his bass, still playing. Yeah, still yeah. playing, wireless <laughs> unit. straight the shoulders and went to the back of the room. Yeah, and back, and still made it in time for the chorus for me to use my backing vocals as well. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, but I think that was definitely when I made my um, announcement as, I guess, the goofy one. Um, and yeah, for me, that would be my first funniest memory from a band. Hmm. And uh, what is the best part of playing in a band? For me, I think it would definitely be the camaraderie. Um, mm. You know, there's the music. We all love the music, don't get me wrong. Um, but, you know, you, being a band of brothers as well, when you come in and you have a good muck around and stuff like that, it really brings up, I guess, the intensity of the music as well. You know, especially when someone mucks up and you have a good laugh about it or, mm. you know, the banter that we have in between songs or even during songs like I do in practice because I'm a special person. Um <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, there's a lot of good times and, you know, it just makes me keep going back time and time after again. Absolutely. So, um, do you guys have any upcoming gigs or EP drops or anything that you guys want to, like, forward promote? Um, it's it's kind of hard at the moment, obviously, with our current climate. Uh, mm. We're just watching the scene at the moment to see as shows come available and whether people are comfortable going out and seeing them. Um, we we're, so we're working on that. We've got uh, we're, we're part of a uh, a festival show called Perth Rocks, which we played last year that Owen just talked about, yep. and and we're playing that again this year. And it was due to be on July fourth, but it's been delayed, so it's likely it will be coming up in October. So mm. that will be the something that's definitely on the cards at the moment, um, and that will be that'll be a huge gig provided that we can get everybody in there and jumping up and down and rubbing up against each other which would be nice <laughs> um yeah. yeah so that's coming up but we so we dropped a single in april a 
and we've got another single that we're going to bring out hopefully six to eight weeks depending on how the mix goes it's sounding very good at the moment Hmm. um and that'll be the second single off this uh, i guess it's an ep and we were looking at doing an album but we thought it might be better these days a lot of people are releasing song by song Mm -hmm. and getting more coverage rather than releasing a single and then dropping 12 songs out and hoping somebody wants to listen to them so uh, we decided to go halfway between and split it in half. So we recorded six and we've released one. We'll release another two and then we'll release the whole lot uh, digitally. And if if all goes well, we'll try to feature that whole six uh, song EP as a set at Perth Rocks. That, would mm. be that sounds awesome. That'd be mad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Let It Go is out now on Spotify. Just search Legacy Alive. Jacob and Owen, thanks for joining us. All right. Thanks for having no us. Worries.